When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Above Deck, a Below Deck Breakdown podcast. I'm Sarah Goldman, a photographer and former marine biologist living in Charleston, and with me is my college roommate and co-host, Kelly. I'm Kelly Busby, an executive assistant and former radio host living in Columbus. Together, we started the Socks with Sandals radio show on WFAL in Bowling Green, Ohio, and we have come back together to discuss Below Deck and our love of all things Bravo. Each week, we recap an episode of Below Deck, share what wisdom we learned from the captain and crew, and discuss what's new in the Below Deck universe. Today, we'll be discussing Below Deck Down Under Season 2, Episode 5, Everyone Everywhere All at Once. Here's your recap. Harry and Margot grow closer. Luke and Laura take things to a new level, and Culver and Zarina share a kiss next to the hot tub. Didn't that kind of happen last season? We'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> the charter guests go snorkeling, but dinner disappoints when all their dietary restrictions are not followed. So Sarah, what do you think? It reminded me of that episode of season three of Sailing Yacht where everyone is kissing everyone. And we were wondering (laughs) what was in the water. (laughs) A lot of kissing. A lot of kissing going on. A lot of kissing. So when the whole lot going on. Yes. When the episode starts out, Laura and Luke are making out and Harry is happy that Luke is kind of out of the way for him to move in on Margot. And Adam asks Culver who he would pick. Margot. Or Laura. And Calder tells Adam he would choose Sheffy. She can cook and he can stay home and drive the minivan. It's so sweet. I kind of like this Culver and Zarina thing. Yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah. I loved Harry's face when Laura is trying to take that crown (laughs) off her head. (laughs) I took some screenshots of that. So I'll definitely be sharing something. That was a hot mess. That That was a terrible idea. (laughs) Margo and Luke go and talk and she said she loves Harry, but she doesn't want to feel like she has to be with him all the time. Like she has to make a choice, you know, right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I get, but I don't love that she was telling Luke that. Right. And, And why, why is Luke getting any of her time? I know. Exactly. Yeah. So Aisha says, so in her green screen, so Harry likes Margot, who I think might like Harry, but she also <laughs> likes Luke and Laura likes Adam, but also wants Luke and Luke wants Margot, but is also open to really anything. It's a love <laughs> Pentagon. It's like rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And I will tell you like, this is maddening the love pentagon that's happening right now it's <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy we've seen many love triangles but i don't yes. think we've seen a love pentagon so this no. is interesting 
So Harry talks to Aisha and he thinks that he needs to be more forward with Margot. Yeah. And meanwhile, Luke takes this opportunity to kiss Margot outside of the public restrooms. I don't think she was wearing shoes. I just want to throw that out there too. Yeah. Okay. Gross. Gross on so many levels. Yeah. Yeah. Back on the boat, Harry gets left in the backseat of the van and (laughs) he lets himself out and then he giggles. No worries, you lads. He's like the happiest go lucky guy. Like he's just like, dude, let's have fun. I thought he was hilarious. And and this is when the night just gets weird. Agreed. So Laura goes to Luke's cabin, flashes him, kisses him, and then gives him a massage. And then Margot walks in. And she's okay. like, Margot, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> and Margo I'm here. Like, Should I leave? Yeah. Like, so, so strange. Weird. So Culver FaceTimes his mom and she yeah. gets to meet Zarina. And Zarina says, tell me about your son before I fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> so so in Culver's green screen, he's mm-hmm. sitting there and he asked the producer, he's like, so do you think there's a spark there? And the producer's like, are you asking me? (laughs) He goes, well, yeah. He goes, why are you asking me? (laughs) Right. Don't. Yes. What? Culver. (laughs) Culver is such a mystery to me. Oh, God. He's so stinking cute about it, too. I know. He is. We need to know what his type is. If we ever get a chance to talk to him, we need to kind of find out some details. He's very secretive in the love department. And I, I get that. He's been burned. Yes. Yeah. So everyone is in the hot tub and we're getting ready for a round of truth or dare, which sounds very exciting. Yes. And Laura calls Luke out of the hot tub. Like it's an emergency. She needs help finding her phone that she left in his room. How convenient. And he quote finds it. And then they get in the shower together. (laughs) I don't, I don't. What is happening? I know. We're Uh, early days. This is like only a few episodes in. I know. Meanwhile, back in the hot tub, Adam tells Culver and Serena to kiss. And they do. It's kind of jokingly. Oh, but it's so cute. It is cute. And Harry and Margot are chowing down on some ramen noodles. (laughs) And Luke begrudgingly lets Laura climb into his bunk. Man, I don't. (sighs) If this, if, if the roles were, this is Ashley. This is actually from Sailing Yacht season three. Mm -hmm. If this was a dude, the police would be called. (laughs) Right. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. But he never said no. Yeah. He did look disturbed, but then he was like, all right. (laughs) We all look disturbed. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) So that was the oddest, drunkest conversation between Margot and Harry and the crew mess. (laughs) I'm not sure if she was really hearing what he was saying, she, yeah. he was like having a deep conversation and she was eating broccoli. The most awkward way too. Yeah. Like big <laughs> mouthfuls of broccoli. And then they kiss. <laughs> She's kind of like, eh, okay. And, and it's like, okay, so we have a crush on each other. Yeah. And Aww. he's wearing his budgie smugglers and <laughs> she has her eye makeup under her eyes and broccoli breath. It's a modern day yachty romance. I love it. It just made... <laughs> I think they're cute together. Yeah. And hopefully this isn't just like a, well, everybody about else is not making out with everyone else. Let's just make out with each other, you know? Yeah. I'm curious to see where this is going to go. 
the next day, Aisha puts Jason's contacts in <laughs> again. <laughs> Captain, what do we have going on here? <laughs> I know. And Laura helps Luke clean his cabin. And she says, I'm your girlfriend. And he um, looks shocked. And she says, just joking. Yeah, well, no, she's not. Yeah. <laughs> now he is freaked out. And <laughs> Laura's late to work because she's helping him. Surprise, surprise. She's late to work. She got up out of bed and went straight for the fridge and grabbed a beer. You know, I think it said ginger beer, which is not beer. Not beer. I mean, I didn't zoom in, but I'm pretty sure it said ginger beer. I hope so. But at the same time, like, I mean, hair of the dog, you know, that's what you got (laughs) to do. But holy moly. If it was beer, it was not her first drink of the day. Or it was only her first. There would be more. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so the preference sheet meeting. We have yep. Renee and Sandra Ramirez from Bakersfield, California. Yes. They have lots of dietary restrictions in their group. They want to go snorkeling and yeah. it's going to rain. Yeah. We see Laura take a swig of wine while she's working. That was she a good says, swig I wonder too. I wonder if this wine is still good. And then she like <sighs> pours herself quite a drink. That's not good. No. Doesn't it seem like Teak is just a real pain in the rear? They've had, they have is, a lot of trouble with this Teak. Yeah, like spraying whatever that is on it. Yeah. And it just seems like a lot of work. Like maybe we should use something else for the I deck of I think they boats. should use Dawn dish soap because that gets everything out. <laughs> yeah. So Aisha, Zarina, and Luke are talking about Laura in the <gasps> galley. And she overhears. This is my right. Favorite. <laughs> you cannot talk about people on these boats. No. You cannot. No. So the deck team has a meeting and Luke is switching around the schedule kind of so he can keep an eye on Adam. He doesn't trust him on the night shift by himself. So here's here's my concern with mm-hmm. this switch. Harry and Margot won't be able to have their coffee time. <gasps> oh no. Oh, yeah. they'll have to figure something else out. Yeah. So maybe they'll do like decaf in the afternoon or something. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. So the guests arrive in the rain. Wow. Not, not ideal. It was not, it was like monsooning. Yeah. It was, it was horrible. Bad. That's not how we want to do our walk down the dock. For no. Sure. It would ruin everything, Sarah. So, I know. So right off the bat, we have shots, um, champagne. <laughs> and Culver says in his green screen, it's been a while since his last relationship. And right mm. now, he's only looking for a summer fling. He just doesn't seem like a fling guy, though. No. He, he said he wants to make sure he's not sending mixed signals, too. Yeah. So oh, I'm nervous. be fun. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen. Yeah. So lunch is sushi, family style. They love the food. And then after that, it's snorkeling time. And yeah. the coral is so lovely. And there are turtles. It's just... Oh, it's so nice. So Harry says when you go snorkeling in the rain, the fish are actually more active. Is that, have you experienced that? I haven't. I just always thought, you know, snorkeling and diving is a great activity when it rains because it doesn't matter that it's raining. Right. Right. You know, because you're already wet. You're underwater. Um, But he said the fish kind of come up more and they're feeding. Maybe it does kind of mask the sound of like people splashing around. Maybe Um, he said they're feeding. I don't know. Could be interesting. Very cool, though. Yeah. Margo and Luke are blowing up balloons and he tries to explain that he wasn't down with what happened with Laura. Mm -hmm. Whatever. And Mm -hmm. Margo sees that he's an F boy and she says, I don't have a crush on him anymore. I think. 
Come on, Margo. Margo. You're going in the right direction. Like, just keep on that straight and narrow. Harry's a good guy. Yeah. Let's not make you look crazy on this show. Like, let's (laughs) let's think with our heads. Please. Yes. You got to represent the Midwest here. That's right. That's right. That was such an awkward conversation between Adam and Laura down there blowing up balloons. And she cannot read him. And she definitely is unable to kind of lure him (laughs) into her web. She's just trying so, so, so hard. So hard. Um, so funny thing that I noticed when Aisha and Margot were talking about how Margot thinks she has she has feelings for Harry, but she's just not sure because she can't picture herself like sleeping with him. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, dropping anchor with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> Aisha's explanation, first of all, it's so PG and it's so like, you know, just I don't know. But yeah. she says, you just have to keep kissing until the sprinklers turn on. <laughs> yeah, just I was like, kissing it, it'll exactly happen. Exactly what you mean there. <laughs> oh my gosh. So funny. I love Aisha. She's the best. So dinner that night, one of the guests doesn't eat red meat. And so Zarina is so focused on the other, this other charter guest who has yeah. a whole lot of dietary restrictions. She completely forgets about this other guest that doesn't eat red meat. Yeah. And the stunner is just not going great. She doesn't have a backup plan. Yeah. Um, and everybody wants the Tostada, which yeah. is interesting. So <laughs> I know they're like, wait, they come in packets of 10 and you're telling me they only have two. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so that's kind of where the episode ends, but the episode for next week looks really good. Lots of drinking, planters breaking, producers having to step in. Like it looks juicy, right? It's going to be good. I cannot wait. Me too. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll come back with hot tub combo and our interview with Deckhan Parker McCown. We love our amazing sponsor, Stream to See. Stream to See is a personal care company committed to making a difference. There are a lot of sunscreen companies claiming to be reef safe, but Stream to See is the only mineral-based sunscreen on the planet that has been tested and proven safe for fresh and saltwater fishes and coral. Stream to See makes more than just sunscreen. They have everything from lip balm, P.S. I love the cucumber mint one, to <laughs> hand cream, to aloe vera gel, to hand sanitizer. And all of their products are biodegradable and available in either recyclable sugar cane resin packaging or recycled plastic. My go-to sunscreen is the Everyday Mineral Sunscreen. It rubs in super easily and it has the lightest, most pleasant scent. One product that I'm loving right now is the conditioning shampoo and body wash. It's the perfect three-in-one product that's perfect for traveling. And my daughter and I also love the everyday sunscreen, especially in the shimmer version. For 10% off your order, go to stream2c.com and use code above deck. That's stream, the number two, c.com and use code above deck, all one word. It's time for Hot Tub Combo, where we discuss what's happening on social media with our favorite Below Deck cast members. So Culver and Chef Serena were on Watch What Happens Live on Monday. It was 
Yes, they look so good. Culver's 32nd birthday was that oh day. That's God. so fun. He's so cute. He's a baby. <laughs> He's a baby. So Andy did mention the Luke and Laura thing that you had mentioned in our last episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever figure out what Luke and Laura was? No, like- but ev- it's been all over the internet. Everybody's oh, okay. been like, it's like exploded. Okay. There's a whole lot of us from the 80s that were like, Luke and Laura <laughs> is this, not that, you know, so. Okay, gotcha. All right. I will be watching. Yes. For that. So Culver did this high kick when he won a game. And that was the highlight for me. I put that on our <laughs> Instagram. And Zarina said she was so surprised to see how Laura was undermining Asia the whole yeah, time. Because she doesn't see that. No, no. Yeah. And, and I'm sure they're shocked to see her green screens for sure. Oh yeah. And Culver said, it's really good that Jason had contacts this season because last year he wore glasses and he left them all over the boat. <laughs> <laughs> you want your captain to be able to see. Yeah. That's a good sure. thing. It's a good thing. Definitely a bonus. <laughs> and Andy asked Culver, who was one person he would never work with again. And he yeah. said, Laura. <gasps> so scandal. Interesting. Yeah, I think he didn't want to say anyone, but he was like, yeah, probably Laura. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good episode. Excellent. So Bravo has a new show premiering on August 14th. It's called Couch Talk with Captain Lee and Kate. This is going to be so fun. I know. I can't wait. So they're going to be breaking down the biggest moments of the week on Bravo. So they'll be watching Down Under, Ultimate Girls Trip, Real Housewives of New York, which I love, BT Dubs, mm-hmm. uh, Real Housewives of Orange County, Miami, uh, Project Runway, Atlanta, and of course, Crappy Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and in the preview, if Captain Lee says, "What's a <laughs> what is a scandal?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Captain Lee, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the dynamic of these two because Kate yeah. is a big Bravo fan. She loves oh, the Housewives. Yeah. And Captain Lee probably has never watched any of this stuff <laughs> except for Below Deck. Right. So this is going to be fun. I'm excited. It should be a yeah. good time. So, Kelly, did you see on Instagram that Daisy and Gary have been posting photos and videos to their stories at the same resort in Ibiza? Oh, really? <laughs> yes. People are pointing it out to us. So I took a few screenshots today. They're definitely at the mm. same resort. So we're guessing season five filming is now done and they are maybe on holiday together. Hmm. My, my. Yeah. All the tables have turned. I know. So interesting. So They're keep an eye be- on their stories. Maybe we can glean think- some more hints about what's going on. And yeah, I think they're going to be world. together forever. Like, forever yeah just one way or another yeah they're just meant for each other whether it's like they grow old together as roommates or whatever like i just think they're meant for each other yes now we have a very special treat we have an interview with parker mccown he is the deckhand from the very first season of below deck sailing yacht and he gave us this iconic line do you think it's funny what was the joke that I'm still breastfed by my mother. Oh. Do you think that's funny? Yeah, a little bit. All right, well, f*** you. (laughs) (laughs) There's no beating around the bush on that one. No. So today he is much more than just the OG Sailing Yacht cast member. He is a bluegrass musician, producer, and festival host. Please enjoy our interview with Parker. Here he comes. 
Here he comes. Hi, Parker. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear us? Yes. I was just making sure the mic and video, everything was on. Yeah. You sound great. Good to see cool. you. Yeah, you too. How are you all? We're great. Yes. We're in South Carolina and Ohio. Where are you? I'm in Asheville, North Carolina. Okay. Is that home for you now? Now it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, I moved here in September. Um, oh, wow. I love, love it over here. Yeah. Asheville's a great town. But are yeah. you from Baltimore originally? Maryland. I'm from the shore of Maryland. So across the Chesapeake Bay from Baltimore. Okay. Um, but I'm like, you know, hour 45, two hours from Philly, D.C. and Baltimore and Annapolis. But I'm from like very rural eastern shore of Maryland. Okay. Do you know Culver from below deck down under? He's from <laughs> no, somewhere I'm, over there. I, I've never spoken to him. I know he's from Maryland. Oh, originally. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know exactly where, but it looks beautiful, like most of yeah. Maryland. The yeah. summer's pretty humid and hot, so I'm loving the Asheville climate for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like an elevation there. That's that's amazing. Nice. Cool. Okay, well, we have a set of questions for you. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so the last time we knew anything about what you were doing, you had left the show Season one of Below Deck Sailing Out, the premiere season of what may be the best of the Below Deck franchise. I don't know. Just putting it out there. Um, and you proposed to your then girlfriend underwater. Yeah. And so what happened after that? Where did you go? What did you do? And then tell us what you're doing now. Katie and I lived in Colorado for a while, all through COVID. And um, we kind of just decided to go separate ways. And it was for the best. Mm-hmm. Um and I really started focusing more on music and I was playing with a band out there that I had kind of started up with some folks and um, they're still playing out there in Colorado. And I was just ready to leave Colorado. I think being there through COVID, I, I was just ready for a new place and a change. And I went back to Maryland and mm-hmm. uh, I, I was able to spend some time with family that I had been away from for a while. And, and that was really nice. And, spent the summer in Maryland and, and worked and played music gigs around locally. And then the whole Asheville thing kind of just happened. And, uh, I came and visited for a long weekend and a family friend had a studio apartment and I checked it out. And Mm -hmm. a few months later they asked if I wanted to move in and I've been here ever since. And I really love it. It's like, it's a great music scene. There's great food. And, uh, I can fly fish, which is definitely an activity that I love to do. And I can do all of that here. And I'm only like an hour's plane trip home or a full day's drive. Yeah. Okay. That was a good summary. Uh, (laughs) So how did your life change after being on Below Deck? Are you still recognized for, from being on the show? Oh, definitely. It happens. Um, (laughs) The muse doing the music is interesting because yes, I do get recognized like out at a bar or at a show at a concert. Um, uh-huh. But also like doing my music thing at gigs, I think it seems so out of place. So like even if someone were to recognize me, I feel like they'd be like, "Oh, that's no way, that's that guy." It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and like the other day, I was playing a gig and this woman came up with like a hat from the venue that she had just bought and wanted me to sign it. She was like, I know who you are. And <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it definitely happens from time to time. Um, and 
the people that come up and talk to me are awesome. It's usually people that admired me on the show and uh, saw that I was being myself and trying to have fun. And, and uh, yeah, it's good. I've overall, I've gotten pretty good feedback from my time on the deck and, and uh, I do hold a lot of that to really feeling confident in me being myself and yeah not getting in my head too much while I was on the show while that can be tough when there's cameras all over the place all the time but I do remember production being like dude Parker just just be yourself you're here you signed up for this just do your mm -hmm. thing I think it made for good television I think everybody can agree with that feeling when they're done and they've done it all or or maybe they keep doing it and it's not really their favorite thing, but they do it. Anyway <laughs> yeah. <and it's> like, <laughs> I mean, if I was given the opportunity to do it again, I really don't know what I would say. Cause I like where I'm at right now. It's mm -hmm. definitely worse for me, but given the opportunity, I don't know. I might. Well, maybe one day you could be a guest. You are not the first person to say that. A lot of people <laughs> have brought that up to me and I think it would be a kind of fun that would be fun for both parts. <laughs> Speaking of being yourself and funny moments, one of my favorite touching and funny moments is when you gave that speech at dinner where you read that card that your mom sent you about like dance like nobody's watching and like yeah. all was, of those quotes. You reading that? I read the card when I got it and it really wasn't actually. I was reading the card and honestly, my first time the whole crew was listening to me and like it actually was a good moment and yeah. i read the card and every all the quotes that were in it that my mom sent me is like i thought they were all applicable and they everybody were they were and so it was yeah, really cute it was very sweet it, that you know they're you know making it seem catty <laughs> or something I, I thought it was cool and it was fun yeah, it was very sweet. So we have a listener question. At rlaz1984 asks, have you hung out with any of the cast members from your season since that time? Yeah. Well, since the show cut, um, you know, I did watch What Happens Live with Georgia. Mm -hmm. So I time with Georgia in New York. And I've hung out with Madison. You know, she I, I got to see her in Colorado when I was out there. And and uh, we keep in touch. We text and talk on social media and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, everybody else, you know, once in a while, Glenn and I will reach out and say what up. And, you know, <laughs> I'll rock star, yeah. call me a rock star. And it's just like, no, you're the man. <laughs> but, but not really anybody else. You know, I think mm -hmm. I think that people are lucky if they come out of that experience with people they could call true friends. Um, yeah. You know, they're not they're not choosing the people. We're not choosing the people we get signed up for to do the show with. Mm -hmm. And that's very purposeful, I think. And uh, right. as far as casting goes, um, if everybody got along 100 uh, percent, I don't know if the fans would like it as much. No, it'd be so boring. But it's interesting, you know, when people go out with their friends or a dinner party in the real world, you know, mm -hmm. You're not trying to pick a fight. You don't want to see your friends get in a fight. You don't want to have the mood be negative. Well, so that is, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, Just I don't want to bar fight. I don't want to see somebody's feelings getting hurt. That's not fun. But know. we like television. And I think that's interesting. I think that. Um, yeah. What does that say about us? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. 
I, I was just wondering if, if you've watched any of the recent seasons of Below Deck Sailing. Here and there, I do think it's been a better better cruise. I think it's more fun and the just the charisma all around and mm-hmm. the person is I think it's more fun. I think it's better. But I also think, you know, season one, it was the first of a different spin-off. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I don't know how that really affects casting and the first trial run of something. But now mm-hmm. that it's done well, I feel like I can tell the quality and the who they're choosing to be, you know, mm-hmm. on the crew. I think it's just better. It's better. It, you know, yeah. I do think I cast while I have, you know, respect for everybody involved. Um, I think it was kind of one of the lamest crews <laughs> <laughs> to be. Uh, I feel like I could have had some more fun with some some different people, but uh, it's how it goes. So it's yeah. all good. For sure. There were definitely some interesting dynamics. I mean, it is a standout season, though. Like, it was super interesting. You had the whole Jenna and Adam thing, and then you leaving. That was dramatic. And then you saying your classic line of, um, do you think it's funny that I'm still breastfed by my mother? Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> um, I mean, it was a great season. And you guys wore gray shirts then, and then they switched to orange for all the other seasons. So that was kind of interesting. I didn't have to wear orange or red. It's just like <laughs> yeah. blue, gray, or white, or whatever. But totally, I was okay with the gray. It worked. Do you think that the producers kind of played up the whole Madison has a crush on you thing, kind of for a storyline? Because we've talked to her and we've hung out before, and she kind of seemed to think it was you guys were friends and they were kind of pushing that storyline. Yeah. I think there were times, I remember there were times um, where like sometimes things were going too smoothly and it, I felt this energy of like, they're not getting enough of different dynamics. And yeah, I don't know. There was definitely some, some moments where I felt like things were getting shoved in a direction or fed, mm-hmm. but never like, this is what we need you to do. Right. Uh, create this storyline. It would be more like, hey, talk to this person about this. And then that yeah. moment of being created into some like intimate yeah. moment. Something. Gotcha. Interesting. So, yeah. You know, they're trying production. I think they're great. A lot of those people are the best in the biz at what they do. Otherwise, they wouldn't be working on that show. Yeah. Right. Uh, they, I think they all love it and they love their jobs and they have fun and they do a really good job. You know, it's hard to have a crunch time and, and try and create the best story possible. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's what they're doing. I I related a lot to like, you know, people talk about things being left out and missed and, and whatever, but Mm -hmm. uh, it's like when somebody reads a Harry Potter book and they go see the new movie that came out and they're like, well, that wasn't it. That's not how that happened. That's not right. And it's like, but they're trying to make it the best. Yeah. You don't have so much time. You know, a length that you can actually still sit through in one sitting, you know? Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I can't even imagine the editing part of it, like putting all the pieces together and the the sound with the video. It sounds like such a nightmare. The film, (laughs) I, I had so much admiration for everybody on production and all the crews and everybody behind it because it was just so impressive to watch it was like and to see it firsthand but then afterwards know that there's all this you know post-production and 
dude, this is wild. People don't even know how much goes into it. It's, it's really impressive. So tell us about your music career and any bands that you're in right now and kind of what's going on with that. So I am, uh, I'm kind of really focusing on myself right now and doing mm-hmm. a solo stuff and, and I'm going to come out with a, a new album, I believe in the fall. It's going to be a little different than, than any of my other stuff I've released so far, but, um, yeah, I'm doing solo gigs around Asheville and I do some, some small little Florida tours with a, a great musician friend of mine that I met here who actually recognized me from the show. We were outside. Oh, fun. He came up to me and he's like, you look like somebody that was on below deck. And I was like, guilty. <laughs> and, and we became friends and, and lo and behold, we play great music together and he's brought me down to Florida and I've, I've played some really awesome gigs with him and, and uh, some private parties in the Midwest with him. And mm-hmm. I've been playing festivals in, in Baltimore, Charm City Bluegrass. And this year I'll be at the Ramble Festival, which is in Darlington, Maryland. It's a, a really cool camping festival for, yeah, it's good stuff. And, and you know, when I play gigs, of course, I've got friends and musicians that sit in once in a while and, mm-hmm. and I add whatever show I'm playing. But really just kind of focusing on myself, doing my thing and, and taking my time to find the right people to to start a group or join a group with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to really be patient with that. And the same goes for like my relationship status. It's like I, I'm very uh, I'm enjoying my bachelor life and yeah. I'm just taking my time to find the right person, you know. Sounds like a good plan. Um, there's one song that was on your Instagram, one of your videos where you're like on the back of a truck or something. Was it with the band The Huffies? Yeah. That's the the first music, real music video that I made. Yeah, uh, that song is so catchy. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Yeah, so I, good. I, I like that song. It's good. It is. It's definitely. A lot of people have told me that it could like be a jingle for a coffee commercial or something. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, but I think it could be even more than that. It's it's a good one. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. How do I get one of those sweet above deck hoodies? Is that what you're wearing? Oh, I'm wearing Kelly. You have on the baseball shirt, and then mine is Adventure. I was like when Below Deck Adventure was on, you know, they always said Adventure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have a little. We have a little shop that you can get stuff from. Cool. I'll check it out. Yeah. This is so fun. What's your Instagram? So our listeners know where to find you and all that good stuff. My Instagram is at Parker Zelter. Zelter is my middle name. And really, if you just type in any of my name, I, I'm pretty sure it pops up right away. So yeah. it's easy to find at Parker Zelter and you can find my music, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your music and uh, stream it and listen to it and uh, tell your friends and uh, watch my videos and Come see me play sometime. Let us know if you're ever in Charleston or Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. One while I played uh, the Charleston Poorhouse one time. Oh, very cool. I'm on James Island. It's right down the road for me. Yeah. So um, I played the outdoor one and and did a little like evening evening gig there. And but I plan to make it back down to Charleston. There's some redfish fishing down there I want to do. And oh, yeah. uh, So, yeah, maybe I'll run into you. Cool. Sounds good. We'll keep in touch. And thank you so much for doing this. It was fun to catch up with you. Yeah, ladies, thanks for having me on and talking with you. Yeah, it was very fun. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a good night. Yeah, peace and love. Bye. 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 
Parker also sent us the video of him playing his original song, Freedom Comes. Please enjoy. And after that, I'll tell you who I decided to call to the wheelhouse this week. This song is called Freedom Comes. segment join me in the wheelhouse where we decide who needs to see the captain for a stern talking to kelly who gets your vote this week i kind of have a tie going okay um it's between luke and laura okay yeah (laughs) because they're both being weird and like they just want to get it get some that's all it Mm -hmm. is they just want to drop anchor and they don't really care with him so yeah laura just wants to win yes and luke Luke is just thinking with the most primitive part of his brain. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't even going to say brain, but okay. (laughs) That's it for this week's episode of Above Deck. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, and please tell a friend. And rate and review us five stars only. Please follow us on Instagram at Above Deck Pod. You can email or leave us a voice memo at abovedeckpod at gmail.com. Until next week, I'm Kelly Busby. And I'm Sarah Goldman. Thanks for joining us. A Huda Media Production. Ranger, I'm going to have to put him in a chair next to me. He's biting me. All right, hold on. Ranger, he's like, I just want some airtime, Mom. I just want the airtime.